Ladies and gents, welcome to Next Level Radio. I am your host, Colby Wartman, and our mission is to tackle the biggest questions in strength and conditioning, business, investing, and everything in between. We bring to you the best people in every sector so that you, the listener, can benefit and learn from the best in the biz. Whether that is S&C or business, you can rest assured you're getting the best knowledge available. All right, it's time we all grow up a little bit. Ditch the pre-workout. It's not 2007 anymore, and it's nothing like Jack 3D. Ditch the shaker. You're not four years old, and you don't need a bottle anymore. And get yourself the best dippable pre-workout on the market. Each pouch is patriotically packed with 300 milligrams of caffeine and vitamins because shaker bottles suck. Send It Sups is the on-the-go solution for athletes, LEOs, firefighters, door kickers, and everybody in between. Head over to SendItSups.com to get the best dippable pre-workout on the market, and we thank Send It Sups for being a sponsor of Next Level Radio. Next Level Radio continues to grow because of our listeners and our sponsors. Today, we present you Fat Fish Brewing, the official beer of Next Level Radio. Whether you're looking for a night out with family or smashing the best craft beers in the area, you will find it all at Fat Fish Brewing. Check out Fat Fish on Village Street in Dickinson or check them out on their website at fatfishbrewing.com. Life has an amazing way of coming full circle and bringing to you the people that you need in your life at that time. As a young whippersnapper, four monsters deep, just excited to tackle the day, I'm headed to my first strength and conditioning conference, and I hear about a company called Team Builder. Multiple coaches with experience with Team Builder and other platforms said the exact same thing. They said that you can get very similar products across different platforms, However, the thing that truly sets aside Team Builder and puts their product above anybody else's is their true and genuine customer service. As a customer for many years, both at the university setting and the private facility, I can tell you, Team Builder's customer service is absolutely second to none. Late night emails, programming issues, emergencies on my end are all resolved very, very quickly. So join the thousands of universities and private facilities that use Team Builder to elevate their businesses by going to teambuilder.com, click start my free trial, and use code NLT at checkout. Cheers to you, dog. <laughs> Cheers, brother. Cheers to you. That's just a good way to start the morning. Mm-hmm. Time is it? I left my watch at home. 946. 9.46. No better way to start in a blizzard in North Dakota. (laughs) Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Oh, we have arrived at Next Level Radio episode 100. I wanted to make this one special, and I think we did. Uh, Repeat offender on the podcast, uh, my good buddy Gus Kronberg, and um, we're talking some pretty cool stuff. I think we hit it on the head on the timing and things that we've been wanting to do, but... uh, We've had some really cool progressions over this podcast that I think will all come to a head with what we've got today. Yeah, um, we've 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 seen a transition in each other. We've seen a transition um, individually in ourselves, and it's kind of cool to uh, 
cap that off. I don't, not saying that I think this is going to be the last one that we got, <laughs> but um, it's it's a really cool capstone to everybody's year, and I think people can take a little something away from this that they uh, need to write their shit down. Yeah, um, man, it's, it's it's a it's a big thing, man. It's, it's a big huge. Thing. Yep. I was uh, I was on the phone with my girlfriend last night. And I, I was like, you'd be surprised you, and you'll be amazed how many notebooks I have at home. Mm-hmm. And I've become such a hard copy individual because if, as soon as I write it on paper, it's transferable. It's mm-hmm. in my mind all the time. Yep. I, I think there's, there, there is research about actual, the difference between writing and typing and mm-hmm. writing is superior. Um, yeah. Things just tend to get lost if I just write them on my notes or, you know, like I yeah. have to have something tangible, the old redneck lamination machine, a <laughs> little, little bit of packing tape, um, yeah. but it keeps it, keeps it from fading uh, because, I mean, I think there's a pretty good analogy of everybody's goals just fading as the year goes on, as people get busy. Is, and in my industry, I see it more than, oh, yeah. more than most, and it pisses me off. I, uh, three years ago, I quit taking new athletes and new clients to start a year. I quit doing it. Once March comes, you can sign up with me if you want, but I quit doing it because those people tend to be gone by March. Sure. And it just pisses me off. Like if you can't commit three months to your life or your athletic career, I don't want to be, I don't want to be with you. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. So, um, I reached out to you and I wanted to kind of give a capstone on our goals for 2022 and what's coming up into 2023. But right off the bat, I have to explain how important that this tangible asset is and that's what these are these are Mm -hmm. tangible assets that keep us on a path um both gus and i had 2022 goals we i think we mentioned and talked a little bit about them uh previously and then uh we started our 2023 goals and we failed (laughs) and we succeeded yeah but we succeeded more than we failed and i think that's the most important thing I was listening to a few good buddies on the Bigger Pockets podcast. It's a real estate podcast and talking about writing your goals, but also writing your goals tangibly. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have on there numbers. Mm-hmm. You have numbers that you want to hit. You have specific things that you want to hit. If it's in faith, this is what I'm going to do to increase my faith, not just I need to increase it. Yeah. You know, like these tangible assets, something that you can hold on to that you know you failed or you succeeded is mm-hmm. huge. So I think people need to realize that um, if you were too lazy to write down <laughs> goals like this, maybe you shouldn't be listening to this podcast. Maybe Honestly. it's some you know, like if you can't take the time and invest it in yourself, you, yeah. you have to. Yeah, man. I think it's a prerequisite. It's super important um, just because, well, as you mentioned, uh, they fade, goals fade. And if you're not looking at them, every day or reminding yourself that I got X amount to do today. If I want to hit my goal in two weeks, um, yeah, it just gets lost on people and life is so busy and Uh it's an excuse that everybody has. Everybody has one, a Mm -hmm. good one, probably one that, you know, will deter deter you from, from reaching some goals. Mm -hmm. Um, but moral of the story is if you're looking at something every day, it's going to be fresh in your mind Yep, and, uh, it's, it's easier Mm -hmm. that way. Yeah. I, uh, I think I started doing this in 2018. Uh, I have, I have my list from 2018 and it's just so cool to see this progression because at the end of the year on here, I have X's and check marks. Mm -hmm. What did I hit and what didn't I hit? And it's cool to see how they change each year too. Like what was important in 2022 may not be as important or it could be the most important thing, you know? Yeah. Um, 
I just want everybody to get out of this podcast that is watching on YouTube, that's watching on Spotify. You have to do it. It's a prerequisite. You owe it to yourself. And I think the audience that I have, it's a lot from TikTok, a lot from people that I know and all these different things. The audience that we have, I think understands that, Yeah. but I, I can't explain it enough how important this shit is because it's changed my life just doing this simple step. And you, you drafted yours when you were back um, coming on the road from Vegas, yeah. uh, on your flight back from Vegas, doing work, having a long yeah. binger in Vegas. Like oh. it's, uh, everybody knows how rough Vegas is if you've stayed there more than three days and you were there. Yeah, 12 days. 12 days. <laughs> 12 days. And I'll tell you what, dude, it, it was by far the most success we've ever had out there. Uh, it started at the PRCA convention which is a three-day-long convention where all the contract personnel in the PRCA, we get together, we set up a booth, and rodeo committees from around the country come around, and they start talking to you about working their rodeo next year. Mm -hmm. So I had a booth as a bullfighter, and we had our, and I had my booth right next to Hooked Up Enterprises' booth. And, uh, and then on the right of me is Dusty Tuckness, an NFR bullfighter, and Matt Merritt, a phenomenal uh, barrel man, PRCA funny man, clown. Mm -hmm. Um and so to be a fly on the wall in that place is really cool because you got big rodeo committees talking to these guys over here and, and we got big rodeo committees buying stuff from hooked up and I didn't book a lot out there as a bullfighter at the convention. I booked my rodeos down at the casino talking to contractors and it's just such an interesting place because you will do business bumping into people on their way to wherever they got to go. You, yep. you bump into people, you say hi, Let's grab a drink later and we'll talk. And that's what happens. And we generated so many new connections and leads out there. And to come home, yeah, I got bronchitis day seven or day eight <laughs> while I was out there. And so trying to get medication and feel better was at the forefront. I was cooped up in a hotel room on Fremont Street oh, God. for six days, <clears throat> hating life. I was so sour to be around. But, mm -hmm. you know, on the flight home, I got all this stuff fresh in my head and, um, I was just excited to, to chart next year's plan uh, because it looks so promising and the expectations are bigger this year. And, yep. uh, boy, we've got some work to do. Yeah, yeah It's dude. exciting. I, I think everybody looks from the outside and they see um, they, they, they see 2018 to 2022 mm -hmm. and they think that, like, all this stuff just happens. And I can't explain it enough. Like, this shit does not happen unless you do this kind of stuff. Yeah. It doesn't happen because you're not thinking about it. You're not you're not meditating on it. You're not obsessed with it. Mm -hmm. It will not happen. And it I was in that spot where I for a long time early as a strength coach, not making jack shit, just trying to make ends meet. I'm like, oh, one day, one day <laughs> I'll make a hundred grand. One day I'll make one fifty and I'll just do this. Yeah. It's not how it works. No. You you have to you have to chart out the year and then break it down by the month, break it down by the week, and break it down by the day. Yep. Because this small step gets you to that next step. And it's uh it's super tangible. And once you do this, yeah, this took me 20, 30 minutes. It took me uh, some time to do whatever it was. But once it's tangible and set in stone, you have a playbook. Yeah. No football team goes and plays without a playbook. No, dude. You, you got to have one. Oh, fuck, <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, I, 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 I talked about uh, t setting 2023 goals, or excuse me, 2022 goals last year on the podcast. And, um, I got pretty fired up about it because people just think that it's just going to happen. And I, I, uh, I want people to be aware that 
you looking from the outside, no matter if you're above our level or below our level, you looking from the outside and being envious, that's mm-hmm. on you. Yeah. Do your shit. Mm-hmm. Or don't do your shit and be mediocre and average. Yeah. Mediocre and average is fine, but that's not the people in this room. Yeah. I'm just being completely frank. Um, <laughs> right. So it's 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 something you guys have to do, and uh, you're going to see why, um, why we're getting there. And so before we get too far in, um, kind of explain uh, for some people that do know who you are, but uh, yeah. explain who you are, what Hooked Up does, what you guys are all about. Yeah, man. So... <clears throat> My name is Gus Kronberg. I'm 25 years old. Uh, I was born and raised in North Dakota. I veered out for a couple of years there, but hardly and against my better decision, I made it back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a professional bullfighter and a, and a, and a small business owner. Um, in 2017, as we, we founded both my bullfighting career and uh, hooked up enterprises. And um, <clears throat> Since then, man, it's been a, it's been a it's humbling. Mm-hmm. Uh, you learn about the hard stuff before you ever see any success, any shape or form. You learn how to how to count your money, know where it's going, and and know knowing where it's going is half the battle. It really is. And so once you start to see that, hey, I got bills to pay every month, and they're not getting any smaller. I really <clears throat> there was a transition, and it happened this year, man. I've saw more growth in twenty twenty two just because it was a benchmark year for me. You know, we hit five years um, in our business. We hit five years fighting bulls. Um, And it's since I was a fourth grader, I've been playing sports and I've been an athlete. And so it was, um, I was looking for it to be the best year of my life in in every way, shape and form. And um, it it started with a hard look in the mirror, man. Um, Being a 300 pound bullfighter in the PRCA is pathetic. Well, tell people how tall you are too. <laughs> well, fair enough. So yeah. I'm I'm six eight, right? And I'm yep. the I'm the exception in the sport. Uh, most bullfighters you see don't hit six foot. Nope. Darn sure aren't bridging two hundred pounds. You know they're they're small, they're agile, um, and I'd, I still saw an opportunity in there. God made me big to keep his children safe, and uh, <clears throat> it, and it, I wasn't called. I, I I didn't see it as an option <laughs> ever. Yeah. It wasn't something that I. S- was sitting in the backside of my brain one day and I was like, I'm just going to go do it. Finally. I saw a video on Facebook one time mm-hmm. and that's all it took. And, and then I fell into it and I dove headfirst into it. And, uh, it's kind of been just this growing thing. Same yeah. with, same with our business, but you do something long enough and, and you either figure it out or you, or you just keep falling on your face until you do. Yeah. And it's, it's been a, constant battle of both yeah i think people they don't when when businesses are unrecognizable when nobody knows your name when um you're doing all the back work that brings you to your 2023 goals people see 2017 hooked up Mm -hmm. to 2023 hooked up and think that's just a month or think (laughs) that's just they they were an overnight success or they did all this shit now they're booking x y and z and uh, it's the it's the back end work that whether people are listening to this or strength coaches or business owners or whatever, it's all that back work that led to it. it it's yeah. all the looks in the mirror. It was all the trying to lose the weight, get more <laughs> athletic, do all those things that got you to that one goal of being where you're at for 2023. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's never an overnight success, and it's such a freaking grind. And mm-hmm. not that like I'm not trying to come off as a hard ass, but it's uh, 
it's such a freaking grind. And if you can do these things and set yourself up, it will take care of itself. Yeah. You just have to show up every day. Yeah. You know, it's That's for sure. Yeah. I think the only reason why I am so, so heavy on these tangible assets and writing these things down is because of where I'm at in fitness and strength and conditioning. Like everything is trackable. Yeah. I did this the other day. I need to do this plus five pounds today, you yeah. know? And I think that's, uh, a super good parallel for people that um, you want to lose weight. It's the same as making a successful business. Oh, you have to do more, you know. Um, Alex uh, Hormozzi. Yeah, uh, yeah bad he's, cat. he's a fucking man. So you, uh, you talked about seeing where your money's going, tracking money in and out. And he, and I just started doing it. Um, it's not on my goals list because it's new. But he said, no matter what, every single day you need to track, you need to open your bank account. And you need to look at it. Look at it. Just look at it. Don't <laughs> don't dive into it. Look at it. Yeah. Is it more or less than last week? Yeah. It's fine if it's less, but is it more than less than it was on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday? So you can kind of start seeing this relationship of where the money's going. Yeah. Um, and it's a way to just expose you to this game. Mm-hmm. If we can gamify everything, humans love games. We're like oh. little fucking rats. Yeah. We just love <laughs> games, you know? So if we can make yeah, our goals, our money, our relationships, our finances, our faith, everything into this game, mm-hmm. we can truly, truly make good strides, man. That's so wild that you say that. Um, so I had this revelation, and it started after I was baptized and, and really looking at my life and, and the kind of... I guess legend I was writing, right? You hear Joe Rogan talk. He, he says, imagine your life as if it's a documentary yep. and there's always yep. a camera on you. And I really, and as a camera guy, I'm, I'm thinking about that stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, well, put it on yourself for a little bit. You don't actually have to pick up the camera and do it. But um, I realized I, I used to have this computer game and we played on this old Mac, the fire, you know, the, what do they call it? The Macintosh, the, the, the uh, had the dial-up internet and yes. all that. It, yeah. That was still around when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it was the game of life, and it was a, just a, like the Oregon Trail type game mm-hmm. where you just play it and you progress and you go to college and you get kids and then you marry and, and you buy a house, and it's the game of life. Oh. And what I realized is there's some nerd that coded that program, coded the game. And I was like, oh, man, that's God. That's our God. He's our creator. And we're in a game. And you just play the game. And the more you pour into the game, the more chances you take, most likely, mm-hmm. almost all the time, you're going to come out on the on the good side of it. Yep. And so, yeah, man, I just started plotting. Yeah. <laughs> I just started plotting. And, and everything, every good thing that happened to me in 2022 stemmed from my fitness. And it was such a snowball effect. And it was mm. so visual. Uh, I was crossing things off every single day. And it all started with my fitness mm-hmm. and it stemmed from my fitness. And I wrote it down here. People don't think that that's such a big step, but it allows the energy, it allows confidence. It allows you to do things at a higher level. Yeah. Everything, everything. It starts there. Yeah, man. Um, so I got it here. It's physical growth stemmed into mental, spiritual, and financial. And so all of a sudden I just had checkpoints just to, to start crossing off. Okay, if I want to grow more and more each day, what do I got to do? Mm-hmm. I got to go to the gym, pick up the Bible. I got to check my finances. And and then I got to do something to make my brain stronger at the end of all of it. Read a book. Something. Read any book. Mm-hmm. Shut your phone off an hour and a half before you go to bed. Turn that blue light off and, 
strengthen your mind. Yeah. And, uh, for me, and we'll go through them here in a second, my, my 2022 goals, but I, I, I marked everyone except one and I'll be damned if I won't have it next year. Yeah. But, yeah. and it's, it's still a strong goal, which means uh, it, it was a very good tangible goal, something that you shot for and you came short on, yeah. but you ain't, you ain't going to come short in 2023. And then no. there's something bigger and better, yeah. you know? Um, I think, uh, it's, it's really cool to see. And I think people will, uh, resonate with it a little bit, but you're not just bluffing when you say that everything started with your fitness. Every single thing started with that. It was this revelation that 45 pounds is 45 pounds. You either fucking got it or you don't. <laughs> yeah. That's all it comes down to. Yeah, you man. know, like there's this black and white, this love relationship of the gym because you show up, the gym's always going to be there. Yeah. It's always going to show up. The weight's going to be the same. Today you got it or you don't. If you don't got it today, you got it tomorrow. Yeah. You know, there's this, this perpetual, and I think that's, it, it's the same in faith. Uh, the, today I wasn't as faithful as I should have been, or I sinned X, Y, and Z, or I, I didn't pray. I didn't do this stuff. There's tomorrow, yeah, and, you know, there's this, always this perpetual game. Um, and our life is so finite. We don't have so much time and we have to continue to progress on everything that we can. Yeah. Um, but back to your point, <clears throat> I think it's a, a, it's a bigger deal than people think. And we're so sick in this, in this country. We're so sick physically. Yeah. It's disgusting. Um, I always measure things off of one standard, one freaking measuring stick. Mm -hmm. Are you a weak body <laughs> yeah. or are you not? Yeah. Can you hold your own? If shit went Western, can you hold your own? If shit got weird with your family, could you hold your own? If your marriage went to shit, could you hold your own? Yeah. If somebody asked you to move a piano, <laughs> could you hold your own? Right. That's what it comes down to. And that small aspect gives you more energy during the day. The biggest thing, I could have you come in here because you're an animal, just like a lot of my <laughs> athletes. I could have you playing the fucking French horn <laughs> yeah. and you're going to get better at something, yeah, you know, and it's that confidence. Mm -hmm. It's I look better. I feel better. My energy is better. And now I'm going to be a better video creator. I'm going to be a better marketer. I'm going to yeah. be a better boyfriend. I'm going to yeah. be a better son of God. Yeah. It's, it's so crazy, but people just tend to, and that brings me back to why I don't bring anybody on during the start of the year. <laughs> it, I just don't like those people. No. I, I want those people to change and I'm mm -hmm. not saying that I don't want those people to do it, but you have to be serious. If you come to me, you're signing up for three months. Yeah. Hands down. I just don't do it. it yeah. It's, it's something that, uh, I've changed over the years. So, um, our, our whole goal of today is to reflect very briefly and then really look towards the future and kind of see where we're going. So as we, as we talked about both Gus and I have our 2022 goals and we have our 2023 goals. Um, I think the best way to kind of go about it, I'll let you go, um, first, okay. um, but kind of read, read them down, see, uh, give us the important, the important stuff and then let us know where you succeeded and where you missed. For sure. Um, cause this is, this is, this is the bee's knees guys. This is the, the meat and potatoes here. So let's get it for sure, man. And, and one thing that I didn't do, um, cause it's, it's all fairly new to me, uh, paying attention and doing, doing that sort of thing within the last two years, this is, this is a new construct for my life. Yeah. And so I'm learning as I go, as we all do. Um, but what I will tell you about anything is if you're overweight, if you're broke, if you're not where you want to be in life, mm -hmm. you are the only person that's going to change it. No one's going to feel bad for you. They might, you know, pick up the, 
the bar tab if you go out drinking yeah. one night because they know you ain't got no money. But if that is you, you shouldn't be at the bar anyway. You should be home working on your shit. There's plenty more times than not. I, I missed out on more fun in 2022 because I was busy doing my own shit. Yep. I had my own I had my own thing, and, I, and I'm starting to break the mold of this rodeo cowboy. And <clears throat> honestly, when I tell people about what I do anymore, telling them I'm, I'm a professional bullfighter is on the end of the list. Because yep. it's, it's, it's one of the things that I do, but it's, <laughs> it's a small fraction of my day. But, uh, so starting off for, before you hit that, I just want to, I want to give you some praise here. Um, you're 25 years old. I'm going to be 29. I'm going to be turning 29 in April. You're going through the exact same maturation phase that I went through. But the cool thing is you're going to go leaps, excuse me, you're going to go leaps and bounds further than I did and further than I was. Um, but you're going through the same maturation and you're hitting it earlier than I did. You know, so like you hit this point where going out to the bars and doing this thing and uh, living that lifestyle just isn't as important anymore. Mm -hmm. And people, I lost, Gus, I I mean, yes, I'm married and I have a kid and all this stuff and it's the most important thing in my life, but I lost every friend that I thought was close to me. Yeah. Every single one of them. I have friends that come into town to watch homecoming for our college football team that I played with, that I lived with. Mm-hmm. They don't call anymore. No. Because their goals are different than my goals. Their goals are to go to the bar, find a chick, do whatever it is. Our goals are just different. You're going to find very quickly that those people just aren't meant to be. Yeah. They were a portion of your life, but they were just a chapter, maybe a paragraph. Yeah. And it was hard for me to swallow. I was being pitiful years years ago probably three four five years ago i was being very pitiful they don't call me they don't do this but now i'm so happy that they don't call me yeah man i don't i don't have any business being with you not that our not that yours is better or mine's better or vice versa Mm -hmm. but it's just two different paths and i think it's really cool that you're going through the exact same thing life is life yeah it's the game but it's so cool that since you started it earlier and you're starting to do these things, you're going to catapult me. And that's something that. that like somebody that truly cares for you truly doesn't give a shit because there's so much opportunity in life. It yeah. doesn't matter. No. Me and you are in totally different worlds, man, totally <laughs> yeah. different worlds, but it comes down to this stuff. It's on the paper. I, yeah, dude. I think, uh, I think that's really cool. Cause I went through the exact same fucking thing. Yeah. Dude, I appreciate that. Thing. And that, yep. that's incredibly encouraging for me, man. Cause I see you as well, a mentor and, and, and we started as a kind of a mentorship, but you've turned into one of my best buds mm-hmm. and, uh, it's be, been cool. dude. Yeah, dude. It's that driving factor. It's what motivates, motivates us at the end of the day. Is it, mm-hmm. is it the nightlife and having other people think you're cool or is it actually just being a good person and being a, being a good husband, you father? believing that you're cool. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, dude. Jesus thinks I'm cool. Yeah, he hangs exactly. out with me all the time, dude. And that's Joey. Joey Diaz says it best. You know, all you need is three motherfuckers. <laughs> you know, go to the end of the earth for you. <laughs> yeah, dude. You don't and need that, ten motherfuckers. <laughs> it's so true. Yep. If I'm gonna talk to someone and have a conversation with them, I want to walk away having learned something. Um, either and and a lot of my friends, I learn the things I, I, you know, more than I want to know, um, things that you also learn the stuff you don't want to be. Yeah. 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 Nice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but, uh, so yeah, we'll just, let's jump into it. And, um, 
so on the front of my list, I had I had to lose weight, man, and it, it was something that I had dressed in by in November of twenty one is when I think I reached out to you, and, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, I got to do something. Yeah. But it wasn't until I came home from Christmas and and ten days in Texas and eating like shit and feeling like shit and coming home to winter. Yeah. You know, in like, North man, Dakota, man, I got some time here now, and and now is when I'm going to get after it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, and a lot of people have that idea. It's the start of a new year. No, this was two, I was two months into it at the start of the new year, yep. and and so I, if if that's the biggest opportunity, dude, don't have to wait though. No. That's so many people think. Well, after you know, after Thanksgiving, I'm going to put on a few pounds, and well, I'll just wait till Christmas because I know I'm going to gain a few pounds. That's four weeks. That's dude. a window where you can be bettering yourself in the gym so that when you go to bust your sides at the at the dinner table on those holidays you wake up and you feel and you don't feel bad about yourself and your yep. pants still fit mm-hmm. and uh so for me i was at 300 pounds i was three bills january 1st and uh 2021 20 yes Tw- yes 20 or well, january of 2022 yep. i was yep i was three bills and my best this year was uh, June or July, but I was 263. I was under 10% body fat. I was feeling froggy, dude. I ran, I voluntarily signed up for a <laughs> Tough Mudder, a, a 5K oh, it was, obstacle course. It wasn't 5K, well, five miles. Oh, it was five miles. It was five miles. Yeah, I, I told everybody that it was a 5K so they would sign up. Yeah. No, it's five miles. <laughs> no, dude. And I've never even thought about running five miles. It was fun, man. The, it was a blast. And I showed up and I was and I was a little bit nervous, but I was feeling good. I was like, man, I got I got the shit to do this. Confident. And I'd ran I'd ran two miles on that Monday and mm-hmm. just to see if my knees and my hips and my everything. And I was like, nah, I can do it. Yep. <laughs> no problem. And I did well, mm-hmm. I did well, bro. And so it was it super was, fun to oh. uh, be competitive and just uh, put it all out there. Cause this is not something like the, the gym and doing all that stuff is getting you ready for that. But this mm-hmm. is complete exhaustion. This is, yeah. um, yeah, when I do those, the reason why I'm so addicted to them is like, the the primal aspect of it like mm-hmm. fucking flipping tires and <laughs> yeah, dude. R- trying to run up this hill for people that tried to run up it dude holy shit nobody <laughs> ran up it is walking up it you I know tried, dude. It i tried dude i tried that thing's a bitch man um it, but it was just so primal it's just such a cool experience that i yeah. thought was really cool that you got to share that dude yeah. it, it was awesome and i got that metal hanging above my bed yes and sir I see it every time i crawl into bed and um that's the kind of shape i want to be in mm-hmm. and and i think and I'll get into it a little bit here at the end of this fitness goal. But mm-hmm. um, I bought a new wardrobe. Uh, that was tangible. Yeah, I had bought. I had. It's a change. <laughs> yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. By by, it, it was funny because I started the keto diet in January, mm-hmm. and I probably lost twenty five pounds right out of the gate. In by so by March, I was twenty five pounds down and feeling good. Mm-hmm. But my pants, I had just bought five new pairs of cinch jeans, and they don't give them sons of bitches away. They're Ooh, expensive, no. and. But I like I was cinching my belt down to the last hole, and my jeans weren't fitting. I was like, "Yeah, that's, that's cool." <laughs> and so, yeah, I bought a closet full of new clothes and uh, a new wardrobe, and and so that was just evidence of the work I'd been putting into, um, mm-hmm. the work I'd been pouring into myself. Um, so it was just a very, very evident. Yeah. Uh, and every single process. goal that you talk about after this. That's the that's the point I'm trying to get. Yeah. Every single goal that you talk about after this fitness one 
came back to that. Yeah, hundred percent. Came back to that point. It was walking around the room feeling good about what I had, mm-hmm. and knowing, and it just not I being used, embarrassed. You yeah, know, like, I, I used to think about this in school all the time. But like, what if we had a shooter, like a live shooter, coming in the classroom, and and I'd flip the desk and I'd grab the stapler and I'd mm-hmm. you know start. <laughs> but yeah. I, I used to think about that stuff, and um, I think about that a lot. Actually. Yeah, and as and a concealed carry holder. Yeah, as a as a protective man that knows the evil in the world mm-hmm. you should be thinking about it yeah what the hell am i going to do if yep and uh, uh jordan peterson says it the best you should be a super you should be an over-the-top dangerous man yeah and know how to control it yeah rather than a pussy <laughs> yeah. and not be able to do anything it's yep. so much better to be a how does he put it it's so much better to be a warrior mm-hmm. in a garden yeah than a gardener in a war. <laughs> That's so true, bro. It, 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 you should need to know how to control it. Um, I think it came from all my military family and everything, but um, I won't say exact because it's technically frowned upon, kind of illegal. <laughs> but um, everywhere I go, I, I, I'm, a con- I'm a concealed carry holder. Um, and uh, I'm always looking at different exits. I'm always looking at different people. I'm yeah. analyzing people just because you have to be this protector, and it comes back to can you hold your own? Are you a weak body? Yeah, and you you went from being a weak body to not, yeah, and man. you took care of your shit, yeah. and now you can handle your own with yeah. whatever circumstances that is. Yeah, you man. know, that's uh, cool. Even like in Vegas, man, uh, we'd go somewhere as a group of friends, five, six, ten of us at times. Yeah. Sometimes just three or four of us. Um, but we'd walk into a room, and I'm the tall guy. Yeah. And so when I walk into a room, people start analyzing me. And seeing if I'm a threat, but what they don't you know stick is, out like is a thumb. yeah. But I'm checking down, dude. Looking at exits, looking at people, looking at people that don't fit in. Um, and in Vegas, Vegas is like a scary place. It is. Um, and so I was always checking, and that was new for me. Um, it's it's being someone in the room that's going to be that if shit starts hitting the wire, people are going to start counting on you all of a sudden. Yep. They're going to rely on you and. It's the it's the whole mentality of being a father. I mean, you yeah. know, like people are counting on you now. And uh, it's I've had a few different interactions. I used to bounce at a bar, mm. and that was that that like set me up for a lot of that stuff. But just being somebody that dives into marksmanship and concealed carry and all that, like I really get into it. Yeah. I've had a few different situations where I've had to go physical hands on with people yeah. um, at a bar. Uh, the guy, he uh, uh, a known skinhead. A white supremacist guy just got out of prison, um, scanned his ID, and I get an alert on my on my uh, thing when I'm at Army. It's like pretty much saying this guy's trouble, <laughs> like we need to watch out. Yeah. Well, not 20 minutes later on the dance floor, DJ shuts down the light, or excuse me, turns on the light, shuts off the music, calls security down. He is beating the brakes off this guy, kicking him in the face on Ooh. the floor. And if this guy had, if him and I would have had to square up, he probably would have boxed my eyes out because yeah. he knows how to fight. He's been in prison doing all this stuff. I jumped on his back, put him in a rear naked choke, and squeezed till his freaking eyeballs popped out of his head. <laughs> yeah, man. You don't got much, unless you got a knife, you ain't getting out of this. No. Passed him out, completely out, dragged his ass out of the bar. But that was the stuff that I was like, I have to be super aware. I'm, in the game of life, I don't have this ID checker that says, oh, that guy's trouble. You have to be aware of who's trouble, yeah. you know, and you have to make assumptions at some point. For sure. It's it's legit, man. Yeah. It's legit. Uh, from that, dude, my, yeah, my fitness stemmed to so many things, and, and one of them I saw during that five-mile tough mutter. And as we took off out of the gate, there was a there was a, a older gentleman that had a son, 
and and they were in our group and we take off and I <clears throat> I think I had paced the kid through like the first run mm-hmm. um, and once he got off that main trail and took off in the course mm-hmm. he had well he beat me there I think maybe took some water and kept running but I, I caught him up the course and I kind of just stayed behind him maintained I found a pace that worked for me and I was just kind of behind him the whole way mm-hmm. and we get to this side cliff where there's ropes hanging over it's a single rope and you got to climb up the rope and I saw him struggling and I was coming up the stream I'm running through the stream yep. and I see him struggling and I just get up under him I give him a foot and I get him up over the hill and we keep on going and and we get to this hill and you had to grab a bucket and mm-hmm. and this kid's like 12 that years old hard. yeah that it was hard. super tough and these buckets were loaded down and so i pick my bucket up and i look back and he is dragging this thing step by step backwards up the hill that would have took him an hour for sure no doubt about it and we got and then, of course there's someone standing there watching and so we get he gets up to the hill and i said i said roll your bucket a little ways till we get off the back side of this i said i'll take it around for you and I didn't realize how much of a walk that was. It was a long you, one. You get up the hill and then you kind of walk down the side of it and and back up to the peak of it again and then you and you walk down. Uh-huh. And I carried this kid's bucket, which was heavy enough, and I'm carrying my own bucket. And I thought, man, God put me here just to carry this kid's bucket. And I left that race. And I felt good, man. I I yelled at a guy. Because I failed the like the the last obstacle, it was like the swinging the yep. swing bar, yep. and I dropped off of it. I was just my shoulders were gone. I didn't have anything left. And he said, "You're good, man. Continue." I said, "You fucking smoke me." Mm-hmm. I said, "I failed." I said, "You give it to me." He made me do jumping jacks until he got tired. Yeah, I said thanks, and I <laughs> took off. Yeah, um, you know, had I had I just ran through, I would have had a better time. I would have had a better finish. But I I really felt like I was called to that situation to just be put behind that kid mm-hmm. and get and get him through the race. And at one point he looked at me and he said, man, you're good at these. I said, if you only knew. This is you, my first thing <laughs> This is my ever first done. one, man. Yep. And I, and I didn't tell him that, but I, I said, you're doing a good job too, buddy. Just keep pushing. And he finished He was, He was. finished one in front of me. That's cool, dude. And, and so from there I just thought, man, God put me here. And then and I just started. I just started looking for him. I really started to look for him and he would show himself to me everywhere, mm-hmm. everywhere. didn't matter if I was on the road traveling, I would, I'd be thinking of someone and praying on someone and then they'd call me and it's just like, man, yep, that's cool. You know, uh, that, it's that internal dialogue. We talked about it a couple of times. Um, I, in my morning prayer, that's uh, actually one of these that I had on here when we get to mine. Um, to be more aware of what God is wanting me to do because we always think it's just chance. And as humans, we think that we're so capable when we're not, um, that, that we put this thought in our brain that, and, and on the other side, atheists think that they correlate everything in their head that (laughs) they're doing it all, you know, like this whole thing. Like think about just that situation of God putting you, uh, there for that kid in the bucket. What happened? What had to have happened before that? God made you realize that you needed to lose weight, that mm-hmm. you needed to be a better, more fit, and more capable person. Yeah. God made you call me. Yeah. God made me open my heart and find this relationship between us. Like there's a hundred steps to get you to carrying that bucket for that kid. Yeah. You know, like that he put that there and we, we just think it's chance 
but we just need to realize like all these are for something. Mm-hmm. There's, it's leading to something, both positive or negative, but in the end, it's always going to be worth it. Yeah. You know, there's so many steps to getting to that bucket. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's no joke, man. God, God will test you and God will make you stronger so others can rely on you more. Mm-hmm. When, when you really just see yourself as a, uh, a, a tool in, in the tool belt of the Lord, man, he's going to open all the doors for you. He's going to keep you safe. He's going to keep you out of those situations that you didn't want to be of. And and more importantly, he's going to give you the opportunity to be a part of it. And he and Help save somebody. Yeah. And um and vice versa, putting you, you know, testing you with bad situations. Um putting you in in a place where hey, maybe I should get the hell out of here. Happened to me more than more than once in Vegas. I don't like what's going on here. I need to get. Yep. And and so I got and uh just being aware of it every day is so huge, man. So when you start your day off with a prayer, you're talking to that guy early in the morning. You're saying, hey, I got a day in front of me. I need I need a hand today. Yep. He's got you all day long. He's got mm-hmm. you in his hand all day long, working, doing his work, doing what he wants you to do, being the vessel that he sent you to earth to be. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It's, it's oh, deep, man. dude. It's God deep. is good. God is good. Mm-hmm. I get pumped up, dude. Yes, <laughs> I'm, I'm that Jesus freak now and. It's funny, I grew up in Ellendale, mm-hmm. which is home of Trinity Bible College, and I used to make fun of these Christians because they were Bible-thumping weirdos, and they were. They're Bible-thumping weirdos, but they love Jesus. Yep. It's because, man, Jesus, you let him into your life, man. And um, if I would encourage anyone who who is struggling like I struggled, man, open the book and just start. Start in the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John mm-hmm. and delve into it. I think the biggest thing that's been a biggest switch for me is I thought I was so capable and I thought I had so much control and um, just stuff that can't be circumstantial stuff that just couldn't be a coincidence keeps on happening. And I think, I mean, I've been, I've been uh, a Christian my whole life, some sometimes deeper than others. Um, But the fact that like these different people that he lines up in front of me for me, to help or for me to get help from yeah it just keeps on lining up like you're one of those jerry strava is one of those <sighs> taylor yeah taylor krenzel all these different people <laughs> that i've got to learn from this new business coach that i'm talking to um just i think that has been the most eye-opening thing for me that everything is taken care of you just have to walk the path yeah that has been so super amazing for me. And I, maybe it's been more fruitful since I, I pray every morning, since I do all these things. Um, that's the thing that's really changed and opened my eyes in the last couple of years. Yeah, dude. You know? And it's so funny the way you said it this morning when we started a workout and I asked you about the little one at home, you know, what's, what's that like? And you said you had this piece of your heart that you didn't know, or, or something that was missing from your heart that you had no idea what it was. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I talked about this on the one of the, probably the last time I was on, yep. but I had a birth father that that took off, man, and he, you know, since from the time I was a baby, the man that raised me, the man that I call my dad and my father, he's been in my life since day one. But when you have somebody that takes off on you, and you don't know why, uh, and I didn't know why, but I knew that when in fourth grade, he was giving up his parental rights so he didn't have to pay child support. Man, there was something that I was like, why? Mm-hmm. What the fuck did we do? And my sister, 
oh, man, it hurt her worse than me because she had a relationship with him, and I just knew him as this as this guy that we had to go visit every weekend. He didn't do anything to construct a fatherhood, a father or be a father figure for me, but something was missing in my heart. And when I found the love of this other father, man, it's full. Yep. My heart's full. Yep. And uh, it's, oh, it's, it's incredible. You, you knew that that piece of that puzzle was missing. Yeah. And now what I'll tell you now, like, um, cause there's this three headed dragon. You need to have your, your spouse, significant other, you need to have your, your family, but overall you need to have that fatherly love and, um, mine very similarly, I think it was just a rough childhood. I didn't lose a family member. I didn't lose this, but it was a bunch of divorces and this lack of love and all this stuff. Yeah. When I met my wife, I knew that that puzzle piece was missing. Same exact puzzle piece mm-hmm. with you not having a father, having a father, but not that one that helped create you. Yeah. Um, you knew that puzzle piece was missing and you were searching for it in some things, right? Yeah, for sure. I found my wife with, I mean, this is, this is the Lord already being in my life. <laughs> I found my wife and there was this puzzle piece complete a hundred piece puzzle. Yeah. Let's, let's call it a hundred piece puzzle, <laughs> hundred piece puzzles full for the next four or five years. And then we have a kid. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, man. My hundred piece puzzle <laughs> just turned into a 101 piece puzzle. Yeah. And boom, it just entered and expanded fulfilled. You know, like I was always missing a piece that filled and then I got an extension. Yeah. And it's just like, some joy that every parent's like, it's the best time in your life. It's a different feeling that you've never felt. Um, it's a different love, a deeper love that you've never felt. And yeah. you just kind of blow it off. Cause you're like, I love my dog. <laughs> I, I love this dog and I do, yeah. but it's different. It is. It's maybe it's not superior or inferior. It's different. Yeah. And people that are parents and me saying this to you for five, 10, 15 years down the road for you, whatever it is, you won't get it until you it happens to you. Yeah. Like I can't, I can't, I'm not uh, articulate enough and intelligent enough to bring it to you. You know, <laughs> right. it, it's, it's crazy. It's the same thing as, uh, that three headed dragon having God, family and children. Like yeah. it's, it's crazy, dude. I'm ex- And I, I'm excited for that, dude. It's, that's something, you know, I got a list of long-term goals here too, but, uh, the short-term goals is really where, where you find the growth it's the everyday maturity it's it's i did this really well yesterday and i'm going to blow it out of the water today mm-hmm. and and so i'm really maturing literally day to day <laughs> and i can only hope that it's going to serve me well in the next five years yeah. um you know and i have those goals but <clears throat> if i'm not doing the day-to-day stuff i'm darn sure not going to hit that long-term goal no and look at your 20 20- 18 hooked up to now yeah so you're seeing the fruits (laughs) now yeah you know what i'm saying you're seeing the fruits now let's take hooked up out of the situation um rodeo yeah you're seeing that first time like ooh, i like this i could have an itch for this yeah you're seeing those fruits now but imagine the fruits right now compared to five years from now it's 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 so exponential yeah you know it's not it's not addition it's multiplication you know and when i started fighting bulls it was something that i enjoyed right away and now i'm obsessed with it Mm -hmm. because i've poured into it every single day some way shape or form whether you know i i i I try to give myself two hours every day to where you know if i'm working out and it's a 45 minute workout okay well now i got another hour and 15 minutes to study um watch film uh you know just just sharpen the blade pour into it yeah Yeah. man um 
so I guess the next one, uh, aside from faith, would be financial. Yep. Right, and and that comes with being confident and and being able to pull the trigger. And so I, uh, it was May, May or June, and I, I was uh, I had bullfighting checks coming in regularly, and I was like, man, I can, I'm going to invest some money. And so I bought camera gear. I dropped five grand on camera gear. Um, and I was like, man, well, I had a credit card <laughs> and I'm learning how to use it. And I'm growing into, um, the process of, uh, y- using that debt as a good thing, right. Mm-hmm. And, and not being scared of debt anymore. Um, and so I invested money into it. And, and at, at the end of this year, from May, June till the end of December here, I will have brought in 11 to 12% of my company's gross revenue. That's more than I've ever made for our company in one year. And we did well this year. Yeah. And uh, so it was just exciting to see. And uh, how, what was it? Before Thanksgiving, went to Dan Porter Motors, Motors needed a new vehicle. And they went to pull my credit and, the, and my and David Greenwood. Mm-hmm. the uh, And you're the reason why I was there, bro. <laughs> God, <laughs> but, dude. Yeah, it's, it's man. <laughs> yeah. Um, he come back and he said, uh, man, you got awesome credit. And I said, I said 750 is, I mean, what is that? And he goes, no, dude, 801. <laughs> so Let's go. I got 801 on my credit score and I'm feeling good about it, you know. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, two weeks in Vegas, and, and that was my second trip to Vegas this year. We went out there a month prior for the PBR finals. We're doing business out there, and that was fruitful. Mm-hmm. Um, but being busy with that and occupied with that, that so this draws back to being that entrepreneur. And, and it's I've gone three months without a paycheck, bro. Been hustling. I got money coming in, but it's potential money. And, and you know, I'm waiting for some invoices to get paid, and then I'll have some yep. money back. But I'm dang sure not making a lot right now. But the growth is still there. Yep. Um, it's that opportunity cost. Do we're, are we going to make that much in 2023 if we don't go to Vegas for two weeks, if we don't go to Vegas for the PBR finals? No, dude. It's That's the crazy part. It was well worth it. Yeah. The plane ride, the, the hotels, all that stuff. You could almost think of it as just advertising funds. You know, like yeah. those relationships that you got are going to pay you in 2023 through 2022 eight yeah you know like that (laughs) that's the crazy part man yeah it's all those relationships and it's encouraging man um you know i i i have a better relationship with money now than i ever have Mm -hmm. i started taking a weekly financial report on monday or excuse me uh friday Mm -hmm. so that i would know what kind of budget i had going into the weekend uh for rodeo and and so now it's just a weekly habit it's it's knowing where what i got for money no it's knowing where it's going um, being smart with it and, and setting money aside in another account completely mm-hmm. for those, oh shit, I got some stuff to pay, you know, new set of tires, new windshield, yeah. car, car money, whatever you need it for. I was driving a car with high miles. I knew shit was going to break. Mm-hmm. Things do break. Having that ability to just having something else to depend on. Yep. Oh, it's been a game changer, dude. And it's so exciting. I get so pumped up about it because it's, it's, Taking the time to to do your due diligence, right? What what do I need to make that happen? Mm-hmm. You know, I want an account with some money in it. What does that take? Well, that's an extra job. So I was building fence when I was home. Didn't touch that money until I needed it. Mm-hmm. And uh, just doing things like that and being proactive about it. Putting money aside so that when, hey, that day does come, I'm not flat ass broke and on my back with no options. I just pay the bill and I handle it yep. and take care of business. And oh, 
what a cool feeling that is. Yep. It's, it's huge, brother. Um, on your goals, where yep. did you miss from 2022? Man, the, the circuit finals. Um, had a phenomenal year fighting bulls, as good as one as I've ever had. I was in the best shape of my life. I was fighting high-caliber stock, fighting good rodeos. And I was like, man, I, I got circuit finals. I had a $500 bet I made with a stock contractor that I work with dang near all the year long. 2021 circuit finals. I said, hey, bro, I'm going to be here next year. He laughed at me. I said, I will put 500 fucking dollars right now on it. He goes, okay. And uh, we, were, we were in Rifle, Colorado, end of July, excuse me, end of August. It was August. It was August. August. I remember that. Yep. And we get out of a perf and Justin goes, uh, he goes, Hey, I just got the text message for the circuit finals. I got it. Justin Ward. Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh man, I'm going to go check my phone. I didn't have a text message and they took another guy and I was first alternate. I was in the crying hole in the sport of rodeo, the, the hole outside of the money. They Mm -hmm. might pay four holes. Well, fifth place is the crying hole (laughs) Mm. because that guy ain't getting paid. And I wasn't either. I was first alternate. And so circuit finals rolls around and I packed my gear bag to that rodeo. And I was, I was fully prepared to fight bulls that weekend if I was called upon. Mm -hmm. Um, but y'all better watch the fuck out in 2023, man. Cause I am obsessed I'm obsessed with it. I will not stop until I fucking get that buckle. And it's not about the buckle. The the buckle is something you wear on your hip after the rodeo's done. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's the process to get it's the there. process, man. And it's what I'm going to put into it in the next <clears throat> eight nine months that I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. And and it's yeah, I just finished that can't hurt me audio book by David Goggins, and I'm fucking freaked out, geeked out, I'm motivated. Yep. Need to watch out, boys. I'm mm-hmm. coming for that fucking spot. So that was that was the one that you had you had missed in 2022. Yeah, but mm-hmm. <laughs> is it really a miss? Think about it. Is it really a miss because it just lit a fire under your ass? Yeah, man. You know? you, uh, aim small, miss small, and I missed it by that by that mm-hmm. much. And uh, I'll be damned if I'm gonna let it slip out of my hands like that again. Yep. Um, and so for the guys, the bull riders in this circuit. I don't know if it was really directed towards them, but, but point being is that it's only going to better my bullfighting skills because I'm only going to pour more into it. I'm only going to get into better shape. I'm only going to get around more cattle. So I'm more prepared. And if that's not visible at the first performance I work, I don't know what to tell you because yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be stepping into that first, that first one as committed and prepared as I've ever been to rodeo. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's huge brother. Yeah, I man. think, uh, I think it's so cliche, but it, your failures teach you more than your successes. Hundred percent. Okay, you you met all these other goals, but th- did those other goals get you as fired up as this one because you missed it? No, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I missed on a goal too. Um, so I I kind of broke my 2022 goals up into the same categories, and we didn't do this uh uh together we kind of just have the same morals in place so i broke mine up into three things family business and spirituality um and so i'll just kind of go down that list i missed on one goal this year and it it's uh it's something that has lit another fire i I hired a business coach um we're we're going down a path that is going to make this goal that i had look like nothing you know so right off the bat um number one on family is take steps to kelby's perfect day 
So my wife and I did a exercise that um, sets every variable aside. What is your perfect day? When you wake up, what do you envision yourself doing? Does it envision you going to work every single day? Probably not. Yeah. So we're, we, we, we did an exercise together where we were like, what is your perfect day, Kelby? Now I'm going to reverse engineer. I'm going to buy this many rental properties. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z to get you to your perfect day. And then yeah. she takes steps to get to my perfect day. That's really cool. And so um, that, uh, that was my very first goal, take steps to Kelby's perfect day. Number two, have babies. Um, so, <laughs> Job well done. Yeah, we got her done. We got her done. Got so a cute little rascal at yeah, home. Yeah, he's he's doing good. Um, number three, tell Kelby I love her every day, but in parentheses, show her that. Yeah, something I did every single day. Um, and then provest, provide the best life possible for Kelby, Coda, and question mark because I didn't know what our <laughs> child's name was going to be yet. And so um, that's that's my family goals, my business goals. Um, last year was to, to gross over $150,000 for my business. And, um, I, I'm very happy to say that we got that. Congrats, um, bro. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah. Hats that, off to you. It's pretty cool. Um, but looking from 2018, it's like, that's not over. That's not overnight. No, you man. Know, man, it's, it's crazy. It's a lot of blood, sweat and tears and a lot of like, <sighs> um, and, and at the end of the day, you, I mean, what a benchmark, what a successful goal that is. Mm-hmm. But if I can only imagine half of what it took to get you to that spot from, from your time in college mm-hmm. to where you are right now, bro, what a, what a fucking story. It's cool. What a success story that is. It's sweet, man. And we're not stopping anytime soon either. So, um, Per, number two, purchased my first rental property. I ended up purchasing two, <laughs> which is kind of cool. Uh, that was that was not meant to be. Um, grow grow uh, next level crypto when we did crypto stuff. So that was at the fresh in my mind. We stopped that, um, which is that completely fine with me. It was it just wasn't doing what we wanted it to do. Um, add two to three premium podcast sponsors. <laughs> we got it yeah bro. you know so we got that uh that, that was a small-sided goal but something that i wanted to grow so that people could i could get best guests on here do all these different things yeah. um and then the one that i failed on add two new school districts for my online training stuff i had two school districts um that i, I lost those contracts it's just how it goes I, I lose contracts i gain contracts um but now going through a business coach it's something that uh is going to be small potatoes yeah um, and then lastly, spiritually, um, listen, read, pray the word first thing in the AM. This is what I was talking about with you. I started the first of the year. I was listening to a, uh, uh, a podcast that was just going through, excuse me, the Bible in a year. Yeah. I fell off probably four months in. Completely fell off. Um, honestly, social media, I think, took that time for me, um, trying to produce for social media, but also consuming, Mm -hmm. um, that took it away from me. And then it was three or two or three months before Ridge was born. So summertime, August, somewhere around there. Um, I knew that I needed to fill my cup in the morning with God first. And it was just something instead of scrolling on TikTok or doing whatever I needed to fill my time. And so no matter what time it is, whether it's four 20 in the morning, which is usually my normal getting here or if it's 5 30 in the morning if you see me driving from my house to here (laughs) i in this same world i'm praying i'm 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 actually physically praying every single morning it takes me about seven minutes to get here to there (laughs) and well with a blizzard about seven minutes (laughs) um so 
that's something that I picked up. I didn't know this was a goal because I forgot about it. I forgot that this was the goal, and uh, it came back, and he he put it on my plate again. That's he good. made me pray again. Yeah. You know, um, almost done here. Be a godly man. Uh, show more empathy. Yeah. I, I'm I'm bad at that because um, I'm like this press harder kind of guy, and I'm bad with empathy, and I need to walk <laughs> in people's shoes. And so that was something that I did very very well. Um, pray with Kelby and the kids. Awesome. Uh, we did that, and then spread Jesus every day by example, speaking, and teaching. So being an example for my athletes and people, speaking what he has done in my life and teaching what he can do in your life. Yeah. So that was, uh, I failed on one, um, and I'm completely fine with it because it's 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 made me a better person. Yeah. You know what no I'm saying? Doubt, dude. That's so cool. I'm pumped for you, bro. Yeah, it's, That's it's, a good year, man. It's fun. It's fun. It's a good year. Um, let's, uh, let, let's get to what is next. Sure. Okay? Let's get to what is next and kind of... Uh, what I, I want you to go first. I want to see what uh, we'll go through this pretty quick. It's about ten forty. Okay, we got um, got about twenty minutes. Okay, so we just got to be it. out of here. By Let's the way. do it. Um, I guess so. I was writing this on an airplane home from Las Vegas, and I had bought the extra legroom ticket, but mm-hmm. but it wasn't the one I thought I wanted. It was <laughs> it wasn't the Airbus three twenty. It was like the Airbus three twenty nine. And so where I normally buy that ticket up front in the A row. Well, I didn't get the A row. I got the B row, and it was legroom plus, mm. and I was not comfortable. And, but I had opted for the window seat, and I'm sitting next to this sweet old lady who just had back surgery, and I'm so I'm trying to be real still for two oh, and a half hours, yeah. and it just cramped in here. I was like, man, I just got. I'm gonna start writing, and because I knew when we got home, I was gonna do this, mm-hmm. and uh, so I just kind of want to preface everything. Uh, for 2023 and it's and and Kevin Gates said it a, a vision without action is merely a dream and it's so true man because you can you can have all these things you want to do but if you don't ever put that pencil to paper and get the fucking rubber on the road you will never get you'll never move anywhere you'll never get anything done yep. um, and so when you go to schedule and you go to write down your goals here be as detailed as possible it's only going to help um Understanding that it's going to take action, moving your feet every day to to progress every day. And then um, once you set your goals, and I learned this from you, mm. but deconstruct them, reverse engineer them, yep. figure out, okay, if I want to lose weight, I'm going to have to diet, I'm going to have to exercise, and I got to find a way to make it all sustainable. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to diet, find one, find someone that's done one. Um, you're going to learn what's going to work for you. It's, you're not going to figure it out on the keto diet. You're not going to figure it out on the carnivore diet. You're not going to figure it out on a, on a whole foods diet. You're going to have to figure it out through trial and error, mm-hmm. but don't get frustrated. Darn sure. Don't quit. Just keep trying. If, when you go to ex- start exercising, well, I, I don't know how to do that. Reach out to guys like Colby. That's what I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give some, yeah. but pay someone who knows everything about it. Yep. And yeah, it's a monthly payment, and and we got our thing, and that works good for us. Mm-hmm. But um, in the world that in a world that where people know so much, it is valuable. It is money well spent. Yeah, to get it from somewhere else, get it for someone who can construct a model for you that is tangible, and you can go in and do a workout and feel good about yourself leaving. Mm-hmm. And that's trial and error, also, because man, I've 
paid all kinds of money for internet courses that I've crashed on. Yeah. Didn't work. They were no good. Um, I just didn't do them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so with that, find someone who's going to keep you accountable too. Find someone who puts air in your tires every time you're working out with them or every time you, <laughs> I put on Instagram the kind of gnarly shit Colby did to kick my ass that day because <laughs> I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And I know that it's making me stronger. Yep. Um, so that's my advice. That's yeah. where that's where you need to start. Be um, tangible. Yeah. Find people that are masters in that craft. Yeah. You know? Um, my first one, it's a gross $85,000. Um, I hit a goal this year of $60,000 that's been on my goal list for two years. Yep. And this year I made it happen. And and it's going to be like 61000 or something. Mm-hmm. But I hit my goal. Yep. That's and, all that matters. Yeah. And I don't care if this one takes me two years to do again, but 85. I don't think it will. No, dude. Uh, I, think it will. I think it's pretty promising this year. I'm really excited. Uh, but, you know, 85,000, that's 7,000, $83 a month. Mm-hmm. That's $1,770 per week. That's $232 per day. And that's what I mean by being detailed. Break that shit down. Okay. Seven grand a month is a lot of money. But seventeen hundred a week, that's doable. Uh when I'm rodeoing for sure. And when I'm not, I gotta fucking be making calls, man. Gotta about to be picking up the phone and, and looking for business. And when you think about two hundred and thirty two dollars a day, how many of us spend two hundred dollars before noon every day? Seriously. It's yeah, you're spending it, but it's easily made back if you're willing to just go to your nine to five or go to your job and put in serious work. And when you're putting in serious work, if you work for someone else, they're going to take notice. If you're being more productive, they're going to see it. And hey, they might just start giving you more money for that. Um, That increased tempo in your work life is, oh man, it the more work you do, the more money you make. Yeah. It's literally that simple. Live live below your means. If you make a million dollars a year, you live off 250000 Yeah. And then increase your earning potential. Yep. Increase your leverage. Leverage. Alex Hormozzi always talks about this. Increase the leverage that you have in this life, whether it's financial relationships, so that everything becomes a more higher, higher leveraged activity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just keep on pushing it. Live below your means, it'll take care of itself. 100%. You know? 100%. Um, my second goal, so I guess I kind of did it backwards. Mm-hmm. Everything I did stemmed from my fitness, so I should have started this. But I want to heat. I want. I want to hit my peak performance this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and to break that down, I believe that if I get at least four workouts per, per week in, that's achievable. I want to be, yeah, I want to be 250 pounds in season. So from June one to the end of October, I want to be a lean, scary looking son of a bitch. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I know that when my season ends, um, you know what, it's time for a break. And so I start eating what I want to, when I want to. Seasons of life, dude. Yeah. Seasons of life. I I start crushing some beers and, and of course we go to Vegas every year. And so I know that part's coming and I just try to keep it real with myself if if I wake up feeling like a fat piece of shit, hey, maybe maybe fast today. Change or, it, yeah, fix it. Don't let it get you down and out again. Because at at one point, food has been a crutch for me, and and of course we all have our we all have a weird thing with food. I, yeah. That that is a real thing 
in the world today is we we all use food or drink um, alcohol for something to to fuck I don't know it just makes us feel better yeah. about something you know numb us a little bit I know you've had your struggles with food mm-hmm. um, I dang sure have uh, I used to be bulimic like crazy <laughs> yeah, in wrestling dude, dude. yeah That's and so bad so just learn how to be moderate with all of that you know let yourself give yourself the break you need otherwise you are going to get burned out you know at the end of this David Goggins book I just read he talks about when he burned out Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, of course, how we overcome it, but um, it happens to everybody. For if sure, it can happen to David Goggins. It can <laughs> sure as shit happen yeah. to Joe Blow. For sure, you know, for sure. And um, so, give yourself the break that you need. That's that's some advice that I've just recently given myself. That yeah, um, yeah, I needed. I, I go fucking hard in the paint when I'm in season. When I'm fighting bulls, I'm hard minded, hard bodied individual. And, um, that's the way I want it to continue. Um, but at some point you got to let yourself off the hook a little bit and say, Hey man, I do a good job. I put the work in when it's necessary. I'm going to kick the feet up. It's the only way to see the highs and lows. Yeah. If you're consistent at this basis, that's what I talked about with David and, uh, Cameron Haynes. Mm -hmm. Father time is always a winner. He always wins. (laughs) 100%. And so you have to give yourself grace at times to see how high of a level you were at yeah. and to see where you're at now so you can catapult above it. Yep. it, it it's a real thing, man. Yeah, man. And when you, <clears throat> right, you're finding that diet that works for you, you find that exercise routine that works for you, pretty soon it becomes cyclical. Mm-hmm. And and I'm in season, I'm out of season. I'm eating this when I'm in season. I'm chilling out when I'm out of season. But I'm still, like, I'm out of season right now, of course, but I'm still fucking working out in the gym hard as fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm still putting in the work. And, um, yeah, I'm bulking a little bit. That's a winter bulk. We're in North Dakota, man. Oh, <laughs> we got to keep the fat deal. on it's us. a real deal. But um, don't ever don't ever sit back and, and let it get control of you again because it's a monster, dude. It'll, and, yeah. Yep. As fast as you can get in a good cycle, you can get out of it. Yeah. Yep. Um, my next goal, man, is the Badlands Circuit Finals. Um Breaking that down, looking at it holistically, I got 23 rodeos on my perf this year, and, and that's as booked as I want to be. That's enough travel for me. Yep. That's got me busy and seriously busy in July and August. And, uh, <clears throat> of course, my season starts in March, though. Yep. Um, Very similar schedule scheduled to this year. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Almost yep. identical. Awesome. Um, and so to break that down, I need to be winning every performance. We have uh, – uh, bullfighters play this game it's called it and when we go to five bulls we 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 play our own game to kind of you know keep it light out there yeah it's called a grabbing match and every time you touch one you get a point every time you two-hand one you get two points uh-huh. and if you take a gnarly hook and you got three points but if you get wiped out because you got lined out or something you did something mm-hmm. silly you go back to zero mm-hmm. and so watching me fighting bulls like and outsiders looking in I got this other thing I'm thinking about. I got this task at hand, but I got this other thing that's keeping my mind yeah. controlled. Um, and Game, uh, Gamifying everything. Yeah, dude. And so, yeah, I play that game, and and my goal is to win every grabbing match. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's huge. More promotion, more video. Uh, it sounds silly. It sounds like a car salesman kind of thing, but <clears throat> the more you promote yourself and the more guys see your work, the, the more guys 
you know, scroll past you on Instagram and see a badass save, they're going to think about you more. Yep. This uh, is just exposure. Yeah, they're going to get exposure. excited when they see your rig, you know, at the rodeo. And uh, when they see you get there, just because they know that you've been fighting bulls lights out mm-hmm. and all they got to do that day, they might have a bad one drawn, one with some heat, one that hooks cowboys. And they know that Biggin's here and he's going to have my back. So all I got to do is ride my bull. Yep. That's the kind of confidence I want to pour into other bull riders just by seeing me, just by knowing that fucking, hey, big guy's here. Yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. You know, mm-hmm. I just go to work. That's huge. Um, and then, yeah, giving it that two hours every day where I'm, exercising because when i'm exercising you got this rest period in between sets and i'll be damned if i don't start fighting an air bull and mm-hmm. <laughs> start throwing fakes and doing shit so yeah i'm pouring into it there when i'm working out yep. but studying video taking the time to visualize you know i can fight a pen of 30 bulls in my head in an hour um walking through it slow but put myself in different arenas across the country that I've fought and, and seeing those situations that were kind of dicey and, but just trying to work them backwards and, and then watching that video and seeing yeah. the good things I did. Hey, what was strong about this play and, and making a mental note or, or, or a physical note and, uh, and just getting better. Right. Yeah. It's, it's something all athletes should be doing is watching film because yep. it, it works 100% dude. But, um, and then I guess my last one really is, is uh, I guess, porn in my relationships, right? It's that it's, I guess I would root this one around faith, mm-hmm. um, but it's, <clears throat> you know, I'm going to be an uncle to three. I'm an uncle to two right now. The next one's due in a month. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to be an uncle to three and, and my parents are downsizing homes and um, they're moving and, uh, I just want to be home a little bit more. I, I miss my family. I lost my grandfather this year. Um, and right in the heat of it, man, it was August and I'm, I'm busy fighting bulls and, and I had to take a week off to, to go say goodbye to my grandfather, me in the hospital for, for a week. And who was somebody more to you than most, you know, man, we shared a wall. We lived in a duplex apartment together for, for about a year and mm-hmm. I got to have morning coffee with them and, uh, man, he just told me stories and that was one of the most, oh, it was just a great part of my life. And then yeah. through some hard shit, I was working for some guys that hated me and I hated them and I didn't want to be there and they didn't want me there cause I was going to rodeo. But, uh, my grandpa was my saving grace there in life in 2019 for well, 2018, oh. 2019. So losing him was, uh, was a huge kick in the shins, man. And, and I was determined not to, not, not to let it slow me down, but but my grandpa passed away. I was in Sioux Falls at the hospital there. And, and shout out to their team, man. Uh, Sanford, oh, dude, what a good team. They took the best care of my grandfather in that hospital. And uh, really just a loving group of people that oh, I, I was made it as best for as them. it could. Yeah. yeah. But I, I took off to the Black Hills and, and went hiking for uh, a weekend after that. And it's funny um, the kind of conversations you can have with God when when you're elevated. I don't know how many thousands of feet in the air after a tough climb. Yep. And when you get down on my hands and knees, I started praying, man, and I was just thankful. I was giving thanks for my time with my grandfather, and uh, but it's got me missing home now pretty bad. Yeah. So um, that, it helps you reflect on getting back to those relationships. Man. Yeah. And so yeah, I just want to pour into my family more, and and I want to delve into hooked up more, and and. It's it's the just the total aspect of growing every relationship, whether it's with my family or with my business partners. Um, 
with my own relationship with God and yeah. uh, just pouring in into it more now. And, and, you know, with hooked up, we're starting to get to the point where we're starting to have a, create a team around us because it's, it's a, we can't handle it all. Yeah. And so, you know, so we got Ward Hilger, who's now on our team. We have a, another graphic designer, Jeremy Webster, who's phenomenal at, at turning around graphics for us on jerseys. You know, when an, when an order comes in on our website, he gets the email, he's doing the mock-up, he's sending the artwork off to our manufacturer, he's talking to the customer, and so he's a crucial part of our operation right now. And now we're looking at getting another video editor on the, on the team so that I can go and shoot an event, put all this footage in a Dropbox folder and send it to him and have him pimp out a, a video because I'm on the road. Yep. Um, so just getting things a little bit more a, a little bit more fluid on the back end. Uh, so that Brent and I can keep pounding down doors and making connections and, and growing our business. And, mm-hmm. um, so that's that's something I'm going to be busy on this year. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, and then I'm a new boyfriend, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I come home with with uh, a girlfriend from Vegas, and, yeah. and I, I've known this girl for three years. I met her at a college rodeo in Shadron, Nebraska. And uh, I got to hang out with this summer in, in Rifle. She lives about an hour away from Rifle, Colorado, and um, got to spend a bunch of time with her out in Vegas. And I was like, man, I like the heck out of you. My last long distance relationship was a shit show. Yep. Um, but you learned from it, but I learned from it. And I was like, man, if I, I'm going to be all in and, uh, I'm, I'm going into it with that kind of attitude and, and yeah, I just want to strengthen that too. And, and then my relationship with God, man, every day I have a conversation with that guy and, and we talk and I, and I know him and, um, I'm very, I'm very mindful of the fact that when I'm put in situations where I shouldn't be there, or I shouldn't be doing that sort of thing. He's watching me yep. <laughs> and, um, and I've prayed for the opportunity to make those good decisions. You know, I pray for strength, put your feet to the fire. Yeah. I, you know, you pray for strength and courage. And then all of a sudden you're looking at something that you're not totally comfortable with or, or, you know, uh, shouldn't be there doing or, or what have you. Either you, he's either going to give you the strength and courage to walk away, or you're going to fall victim to the devil. And uh, so, yeah, man, just being very aware of things. That's legit, man. So that's that's awesome. That's what I got. I that's, think that's what I got in store. I think uh, it, it's a very promising year. Um, but just just financially, just looking at that, I think uh, I think you're short selling yourself too, which is a, not a bad thing. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. I I, I see a lot of potential for you. For is sure, what I'm saying. I appreciate so that. I had somebody say <laughs> that to me just last. I had my business call with that 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 business guy just a couple of days ago, and he told me he literally looked at me and said the same thing, and I was just like, kind of <laughs> took back by it, yeah. you know. Thanks, uh, thanks for having faith. In yeah, me. exactly, man. So I'll go through mine um, just real quick. Twenty twenty three, same exact uh, categories as last year: spirituality, family, and business. My business page got a little bit bigger, um, so I, I, I started a, not started a new business. It's a holding company, Next Gen Properties, for my real estate stuff. So sure. that's a whole entity in itself. So spiritually, this is a stemming from last time, and I just I, I get so addicted to things. This this praying in the morning has been so huge for me that I I just can't see myself not doing it anymore because now as soon as I click that key and put it in reverse in my garage. Jesus. Like yeah. I just think about praying. <laughs> yeah. I just think about it. And it's just this, this never ending cycle. So fill my cup with Jesus. Um, first thing in the morning, routine prayer. Number two, lead by example and spread Jesus's name, live a more godly life, 
talk about Jesus with athletes and clients, be aware of Jesus leading me and making me talk to people. And then number three, bring Ridge, my son, bring Ridge, Kelby, myself closer to Jesus. Pray as a family daily. Number two, or excuse me, category two is my family. Take one step weekly (laughs) to Kelby's and my's perfect day. I think that's always going to be on there. Um, Tell slash show show Kelby, Ridge, and Coda I love them more every single day. And then number three, which is a very tangible thing, and it's been something I've struggled with, is never fall asleep mad. Yeah. Never fall asleep mad um, because it sets you up for a bad day the next day. For sure. Number four, designated the... Designate time every day for Kelby, Coda, and Ridge. And then number five, one small date monthly, one small trip every couple months, and one big vacation. That's cool. And then last is the business side. Um, My next level training business, um, uh, online training, podcasting, all that stuff. I want to reach $200,000 of gross revenue this year. It's badass. So we're going to try (laughs) it. We're going to try. we're going to give her hell. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I put, I want to triple my online training. Well, uh, things have changed. <laughs> and I have a business coach who actually believes in me and thinks the connections that I have can uh, be very fruitful. And so that's small potatoes is f- what I'm hearing from him. Um, and then post at least once a day, Monday through Friday. Um, and then you know, on my supplement side, sell upwards of 20,000 supplements for the betterment of athlete performance. Straight up. Yeah. Not this garbage bullshit that you're getting on the internet, man. Dude, no, this I just is... made a post about a freaking pharmacy over here. <laughs> I'm not going to say who it is, uh, but just selling. I'm, I might as well go outside and grab some dirt and dog shit and eat it because it's just not good. <laughs> was it, uh, was it the same? Was it a gym? No, no. A pharmacy that was selling. Pharmacy. Yeah. They're just selling the generic freaking supplements. It's oh, terrible. Okay. Terrible. Um, next gen properties. This is something that's super tangible for me and I'm super excited for this. But I, since my real estate portfolio is so small right now, I want a two exit. Yeah. Once we get to 30, 40 properties, I'm not going to be able to do that. <laughs> sure. But I want to two X my real estate portfolio of two to four properties this year. Sweet. Um, and I want to purchase a duplex or a triplex. And then on the other side is just expanding YouTube, man, yeah. expanding YouTube and going through that. So, um, I know you got to get going brother, but I do have a question for you, bro. Huh. So, so I was kind of talking about reverse engineering these goals right mm-hmm. so so say you jump in bed one night and you're mad about something what are the steps that you're going to take to to fix that attitude usually when when i when i talk about like not falling asleep mad this is really collabing with my wife and i yeah. and um my wife and i have a super 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 good marriage um it's 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 incredible yeah. it, it's really cool we don't argue. We don't. Uh, I came from a family that, uh, uh, when frustrated, screams, um, that kind of stuff, and sure. it really, re- really made me uncomfortable in my own right. Um, and Kelby doesn't enjoy that at all either. And so we have never yelled at each other. We've never, we've never done that because we know that we respect each other so much, then yeah. trust each other so much. Um, a lot of times, I have to just set my ego aside. Yeah, that's tough for me too. It's super hard for me. Um, (laughs) I I just have to set my ego aside and realize that we have to come to 
the crux and the pivot point of both of ours perspective. Um, we were both raised differently. We were both in different families, but now we're making this family. Yeah. And, um, I have to set my ego aside a lot. And a lot of times it's me either saying sorry or she saying sorry. Um, but it's, it's really reflecting on, is this problem that we're having this me being mad and it's 10 o'clock like, yo, I got a client at four in the morning. I got to get to bed. Yeah. Um, is this going to be a problem in a week? Right. Probably not. Is it going to be a problem next year? We're going to forget about it. <laughs> yeah. You know, so like, I think just putting it in perspective yeah. has been a big thing for me. Not that I have a wife or anything, mm-hmm. but I do have a business partner. Um, oh, it's the same thing. And, and it was interesting because like, we didn't start out as friends. We started out knowing each other and like just knowing of each other. Um, but in the last five years, man, I've, I, I used to have this anger issue and I would just lose my shit on him or anybody for that matter. Um, but he would make this comment to me all the time when I was just infuriated about something because quit being so emotional. And that used to make it so much worse. <laughs> and but now you've reflected on it. Well, and now, and now when he says it to me, I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm not being rational about anything right now. I'm just mad. And, and for what yeah. it, was it a big deal? No. Does it need to be a big deal? No. Dude. Solve it rationally and get on with your life. It's so true. If we can stay in a, uh, emotions are always going to be a part of our day and our life, but staying on the rational side is, is super important because I'm on the same side with that. <laughs> yeah. I get super emotional. One thing that, um, not last point, but one thing that has helped me a lot, Gus, is say we get in an argument. Let's just put you and your business partner. You and your business partner getting in a disagreement and you see things one way, he sees it the other. You guys go both your ways. You guys don't talk for a little bit. I don't know if you've ever had this, but it (laughs) happens to me a lot. Oh, yeah. In my head, because I'm so pissed off about it, in my head, I'm playing a game and telling myself a fake story that I am trying to believe in my head. So in my head, I'm saying this business partner did this because he wants to be better than me and he wants this connection and he wants to do all this stuff for his betterment. Yeah. That's a fake story that I'm telling me in my head, but next time I talk to him, I'm going to believe it. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. I'm trying to, it's hard to, um, but those fake stories are so much better. Just go and talk to the person Mm -hmm. and figure it out where they're at because those fake stories will deteriorate the the strongest relationships in the world because you start believing it. Yeah. I'm in a situation like that right now with my uh, a family member I have. Sure. We've had a falling out, um, and uh, I know some things that he doesn't know that I know, and I'm now playing this in my head. He lied to me. He did this. He X, <laughs> Y, and Z, and I just have to do it. I have to yeah. have the. I have to have the conversation. That's it, you know? dude. Yeah, just have the those conversation fakes, and do fake it. Stories are tough. Dude. Have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, address it quickly. Uh, address it rationally. Rationally. Yeah. Um, and and see it as a two way street because what they're saying, what they might be mad about, whoever it is, mm-hmm. they obviously have a reason for feeling that way. And whether they're frustrated with you or a situation, just hear the other person. Let them talk. Yep. Let them talk and get what they want to get out. Get and then, all the data. Yeah, man. So that's like it. it. Yeah. yeah. Get all the data and then make the then come up with a solution for it. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Heck yeah, man. Well, a lot I'm, of fun, brother. I'm excited for the year. It's uh, going to be fun. I'm, I'm, I'm super proud of you of what you've done this year. And, yeah. Um, Likewise, brother. Dude, you got, Likewise. you got the thing that I, that I 
that I want in life. And that mm-hmm. is a successful business with a great wife and a, and a cute little sucker of a little boy at home Ridge, mm-hmm. man, that's awesome. I'm, yeah. pu- I'm pumped for you guys. It's very cool. And it's the new normal. You'll be there. <laughs> yeah. You'll be there. Yeah, I promise. Sure. So, um, that was episode 100 peeps. 100. Uh, it was, a, it was a cool one. I wanted to save this one for episode 100. Um, in my eyes, I think this is just as influential as a Joe Rogan, as a, as a X, Y, and Z, because these are tangible things you guys can take away. Yeah. Write your shit yeah, down. Dude. Put it on okay? paper. <laughs> Write your shit down Put it on paper. and get after it um, because nothing happens overnight. That's right. All right, brother. Have a good one. Peace.